Welcome to the But First Coffee Wake Up Call. I'm your host, Kelly Greeno. This is episode 33, and this one is another podcast exclusive. Hello, hello. Today we're going to talk about how to get what you want in life, love, and business. And if you've been following me for a little while, you know I have been venturing into the world of manifestation. I kind of went deep into the world of woo-woo spiritual stuff for a while, um, which there's probably a whole nother episode coming on how we all tend to, myself specifically, but I've noticed it in other people too, we all tend to find something new and we swing. We go way far to the extreme, dive in head first, get all about it, and then kind of swing back a little bit, right? It's a pendulum swing. And we start to find our own balance, our own space, our own point of truth, so to speak. And I definitely have done that when it comes to the spiritual, the law of attraction, manifestation type of stuff. I dove headfirst into concepts from the secret to Ho'oponopono to... Um, witchcraft and magic and shamanism a little bit got thrown in there even and law of attraction practices, universal laws, um, a lot of Marianne Williamson's work, a wide variety of these types of things. And I've started to really find my own balancing point. And I want to share today what I've noticed um, is my ability to take these concepts and put them into analogies that actually work. And like really make things understandable to sort of quote unquote everyday people um, like myself. So I've done some of the research and studying and experiences and then I find the analogies that make it understandable, that make it anchor in, that really make it click, right? I think that's the hardest part is we can be learning a lot of these new things and think that we get it. Like we can regurgitate the information. It makes sense to an extent. We can talk about it and we get it and we're so excited about it. But until the light bulb actually clicks on and is like at full force, right? Shining its light brightly, there's like these anchors missed. It hasn't quite really become this thing that we get all the way, which is typically an indication that it hasn't become a part of your state of being. It's not something that you just believe because you believe. You're still sort of trying to make yourself believe it and really get behind it. You're not fully behind it yet, which is fine. It's a part of the process. We're all in the same boat. It takes um, a certain amount of exposure in times of repetition for us to really get it, for it to sink that deep into our subconscious. So everybody is different, right? And when you have that moment of of epiphany when it like epiphany is nothing new epiphany is something you've heard again and again but it finally clicks finally it's like oh I get it now everybody's different with how long that takes but we all have those moments that's why repetition is so important that's why practice is so important because you'll finally get it in the physical realm it's a lot like muscle memory for athletes I remember in tennis when I was learning to serve in a new way, learning to do a new serve or to learning to do a new stroke, it it took so much repetition before it just became a part of what I did, a part of my natural ability and skill set, right? 
especially with serving. Man, do I remember that. That was so rough to get that serve to come through right. Um, But that's what happens with practice. That's why it's so important. Repetition is what allows it to sink deeper and deeper and deeper into our muscle memory, both our physical memory, but our mental memory as well. It becomes habituated within us. It becomes something we just do naturally. So it's physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, and energetic. When it really gets into all five of those bodies that we have, it just is who we are. That serve is just who you are. That mindset, that approach, that belief, it's just who you are. So I want to talk about this manifestation stuff and give you a really awesome example and start to really break this down. Because I have learned from mentors that have 15 step processes for manifestation, nine steps, five steps, three steps, 25 steps. It's, It's like they all come down to the same foundational pieces. But until I really got it, until I really had that epiphany, until I had the experiences in my life where I can look at this is what happened. That is how I created it. Was I really able to to understand it and to actually be able to repeat it again and again and repeat it more frequently and repeat it more consistently? It's really just a part of who I am now. Getting what I want is something I have always been good at. I can look at through my whole life. I can go backwards and I've always been able to get what I want. One way or another, I was just, that's what I expected. It's what I knew. And then I became an adult, I became a mom, I became a wife, I became a homeowner, and like all these rules and regulations, all the dogma came in about like how hard life is, what it means to be a police officer's wife, what it means to be a a young mom. I was 20 when I got pregnant with my daughter unexpectedly, like all these rules and regulations got like released and were wreaking havoc basically in these underlying levels of myself. But like why all of a sudden it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to have the house that you want, to have the money that you want, to have the business that you want, to have the life that you want, to have the freedom that you want, to travel the way that you want, to have the marriage you want. Like all kinds of beliefs were under the surface, right? They're deep down in those levels of subconscious causing difficulties. So I had to undo a lot of that, which I have done over the past, I spent eight years doing things the traditional way with mindset work, reading a lot of books, meditations even, and affirmations, uh, working with mindset coaches and business coaches, um, which was great, made a lot of progress, experienced a lot of things, learned a lot of things. The past year has when I started including and really finding that balancing point between the woo and law of attraction pieces and the mindset pieces. And I started including um, clearing into my work, which is a modality that was created in Australia. And being able to use it, go through the spiral, which is my program, the clearing um, is what that's based on, has really catapulted a lot of these things, being able to anchor quicker in my subconscious. These concepts and these new perceptions, these new beliefs, I'm able to get down into those levels of my subconscious faster 
and deeper and better because I'm clearing a lot of the shit out of the way from life. A lot of those beliefs that I picked up that I didn't know I believed about why it was hard, it was going to be difficult, it's not possible that way, it can't be easy, you have to sacrifice before you achieve. Like all the rules about why manifesting, why creating the life that I wanted was going to take time. It was going to take hard work. I was going to have to hustle and grind. It was going to be difficult. I was going to have to sacrifice. Like all of these beliefs around what manifestation meant, what creating my reality meant, what getting to these new levels of life meant and all the rules I had around it. I cleared a lot of those things out using this tool and this modality with my mentor as well as with myself. And now I get to anchor these new things deeply and much, much, much more quickly. So specifically with manifestation, that's a part of the work that needs to be done that I think a lot of us are afraid of. We don't want to face. We don't want to see. We don't want to do. We want to find a better way around it. We don't want to have to deal with our own shit basically, right? But that is a very big part of this. You want to get better at and faster at manifesting what you want, creating what you want in your life, getting what you want in life, love, business, relationships, home environment, anything. If you want to get better at getting what you want and you want it to happen faster, that's one of the best things I can tell you to do is clear out a lot of that shit. It's identifying the stories under the surface that are making it harder, that are making it take longer. The tool that I use is definitely the fastest and quickest hack at being able to do that, which is exactly what the creator Dane Thomas is pretty much known for. He puts in the time and the effort, gets educated in all these amazing things. He's probably the smartest person that I know. And then he creates a hack for it and makes it faster, makes it better, puts it really simply. And it's really pretty amazing to watch him continue to do that. So that's what this modality and tool is has allowed me to do. So I highly recommend that you first wrap your head around, you're gonna have to face your shit. I'm sorry but you just are. You're going to have to start to face that and clear out a lot of that stuff that's causing a lot of the problems and drama. We all have it. We all have baggage. We all have beliefs that we have grown up with from parents to society to mainstream to social media, like family members, cultural neighborhood passed on from generations. It's all stuff that we've picked up along the way about what it means to be able to manifest, what it means to be spiritual, what it means to be able to create the life that you want, to have the things that you want. We've all got rules and regulations and dogma under the surface about what's available to us, how it all works, and what it means, and what we have to experience in order to get it, and how much we're able to get. So that's probably the very first thing that I have to make sure is very clear before I get into this analogy and example, because it's something that a lot of people try to skip over. You can't skip it. You really can't. I tried for a lot of years. You can't. So finding the tool, finding the mentor, finding the modality that allows you to do it faster, I'm all for that. And that's what clearing has done for me. Um, That's why I recommend my program, The Clearing, as that starting point. It's going to like really boost you up, give you a leg up, move very quickly, like dive in deep and remove a whole lot of big stuff right away. So it really kind of speeds up and boosts your, right? It jumpstarts you. It's a good jump start to really dive in, move, and clear this stuff so you can finally step into your truth, move more freely, and create more easily. So, all right, on to manifestation. And I actually have my notes in front of me because I called this the couch manifestation. This is the most recent example of how I have uh, 
been able to create things that I want. And I can take this example and I can place this template basically over so many different things that I have created in my life. So I'm going to share this example and then give you a couple other examples and a couple examples about when I made this really difficult and how I've learned that it doesn't have to be. So couch manifestation. Let me walk you through how this worked. My husband and I just bought two brand new, uh, we bought a sectional, which is kind of a wraparound couch. If you're not sure, it's very large. Um, It came with a very big, amazing ottoman for the front room where I usually sit in the morning where I'm currently sitting right now. And we bought a three-piece set um, that has a sofa, which is like three big seats with two recliners, a love seat, which is actually really large and has two recliners. And then a it came with a reclining rocking chair, um, the bomber jacket type of material. So we manifested those two sets, um, exactly what we wanted, exactly what we we're looking for, even better, which is why a lot of people will tell you this or something better is always available when you go through this process and you get it. It's It truly is always this or something better when you're asking God in the universe for what you want. So we got the idea probably like four or five months ago that we were like, it just was part of a conversation one day. Hey, we need to get some new couches. We've had these for 10 years. We've been in this new home for two years. Our children are now eight and 11. They beat the shit out of these couches. We need some new ones. Right. Okay. Cool. So we just kind of like randomly, it came up and it was like, yep. Okay. And then we just kind of forgot about it. Didn't really talk about it for a while. Then it started to come up in conversation more and more. When you sit down on your couch and you like sink deep into a hole and you're like looking up at the TV because your knees are in your face and you're like, you're sitting in this pocket in the couch where you have to like rock yourself to get back up. It became more and more apparent. It became more and more a part of our conversation of like, we really do need to get new couches. We got through the holiday season, got into the new year. I was like, yeah, we really, we do. We really do. Um, And then my husband happened to have a weekend off and we just kind of got this. He's like, hey, you know what? Why don't we go, why don't we go look at couches tomorrow? Why don't we go couch shopping tomorrow? We had zero plans. Calendar was open. We had zero intention of like buying the couches right now. We were in no rush. We were in no hurry. We had just decided, yeah, next year we're going to get new couches. Uh, you know, we'll figure it out. I had most likely, I think I had assumed it was going to be after February because I'm going to be gone for the pretty much the entire month of February. So I figured we'll just do it after then. Things will settle down. We're not traveling for a little while. That that would be, that makes sense, right? Logical. But first weekend in January, it was like, yeah, let's let's go couch shopping. You're off, you're home. The kids, we don't have any plans with them or anything. Let's Let's just go do that. So cool. We decided, hey, we're going to go tomorrow. My husband had found this uh, furniture direct type of warehouse with a husband and a wife. It was their business. We asked for recommendations from other people. We got a ton of great recommendations, great experiences, great referrals. And my husband was still like, hey, I think like, let's go check this place out. I want to go check this place out. I want to go check this place out. And then, you know, we can go have dinner. We can go to one of our favorite restaurants um, down in Toledo. Um, And I was like, okay, cool. Why don't let, yeah, like zero pressure, zero pushing, zero, zero worry about it all. It was just like, yeah, let's, let's go do that. We'll make a day out of it. We'll go do that. So we did, we went to the store, we pulled in, like literally it took us less time to go in and pick them out and buy them than it did to drive down to 
this store, <laughs> this warehouse. And they're perfect. They're amazing. They're exactly what we wanted. And they're actually better than what we had wanted and envisioned. And the price that we got them at was a week, like literally, I don't know how much you know about couch shopping or how expensive furniture is, but you have basically kind of like a faux suede and a bomber jacket set for like 2400 out the door with shipping, which we gave the, the shipping guy, uh, the guy that delivered them for us because he helped us put them together uh, and move them into the rooms that we specifically wanted them in. Uh, we gave him a little bit extra tip. So out the door, it was $2,600 was, I think, just under for all of that. Now, now, like I said, I don't know how much you know about furniture. I don't know all that much, but I do know that that was kind of what I was expecting to pay for one furniture set with delivery. So to get two fantastic, amazing, brand new within 24 hours of going, deciding to shop, going, picking them out. They're, they're now in my house. I'm sitting on my, my favorite one. Like that is amazing. And that right there is proof of it's always this or something better when you have this approach. So let me break down these steps, right? That's a great story. Good story, Kelly. Like you're going to kind of remember it. Like, cool. You got new couches. That's great. It doesn't seem all that exciting, right? This is literally, I can look back, this is how I manifested my husband, my soulmate, my incredible, amazing, supportive, like the dude that I am ecstatic about doing life with, the marriage that I have, this man, I manifested him when I was 20 years old. Uh, This is how I have created the travel that I have and the trips that I have, the home that we are now in. It's literally this same process. The business that I now have, the mentors that I now have, the things with my kids that we now have, like th- it's the same process. And hindsight is twenty twenty. I can see it now, right? So this is why I want to give you these examples because I want you to see that it's the same process each time. So let me break this down. I had the idea, right? Had the idea. We need some new couches. I just kind of sat with it. Had the idea. Great. No worries, right? Step one, you get the idea. You get the idea to start painting, to maybe make that a business. Maybe you should sell that. Oh, that would be kind of cool to take that trip. You know, like I can't remember because it was over a decade ago, specifically with my husband, what my thought was. Actually, you know what? I do. The specific thought that I remember having, I was at the rugby house. I think I was there during the day for a, a lunch or something with some girlfriends of mine. And I remember I was, I was kind of dating someone at the point that would have been a safe bet, would have been a good choice. And like my family loved him. He was a cool dude. Uh, we actually dated when I was in high school and we reconnected in college. And I remember, I remember the moment that I had this thought that was like, I want my ring. Like I'm ready for the man that's going to put a ring on my finger. Like as I was walking outside the house, I can see that moment and then I let it go. Like it was no longer, it was nothing more than a simple statement and thought in my head. Same thing about the couches, simple state, same thing about the trips that I've taken, that, the house that we've wanted. Hey, you know what? We should, we should start looking for a new home. Like we should start looking at upgrading. We, it's time for an upgrade. We need new couches. Oh, hey, wouldn't it be kind of cool to go there? 
I'm ready for that man to come into my life. The idea, step one, the idea comes in. I didn't talk myself out of it. I didn't dismiss it as possible because there's zero pressure. It wasn't saying, I wasn't saying I want it in this very second, or I wasn't saying, why isn't it here yet? I wasn't pissed or resentful or angry, upset or desperate. It was just a thought. That is how this all starts. The idea. Okay, that's step one. Step two is clarity and like getting more specific on it. So with the couches, it was like, hey, what kind, what kind, do we want two couches? We want to do that now. We want to do both. Or you just want to worry about this one. This one's worse than that one. What were you kind of thinking? What would that look like? What were you thinking about that? Like, what, what are you envisioning? Right? The conversations of like, let's, let's get more specific. With our home, it was like, hey, you know, do we want to stay in town or do we want to, are we okay with moving out of town? How many bedrooms do we want? Do we really want to make sure we have a bedroom for guests or like, well, I know I want an office. Like I would love an office space. I'd love my own room that is just for me. You know, you've got your, my bedroom, master bedroom I share with my husband. I would love a room that's just for me, right? Little things like that started to become clear. I got more specific, but again, no pressure, no attachment, nothing that's like, I need it now, Right? Cool. Step one idea. Step two, clarity and getting more specific on the desire. Step three was deciding to do it. So step three for the couches was, hey, you know what? Yeah, we need, we're going to get new couches. We're, we're going to do that. We need them. That I'm decide, like This is what we're deciding. We are going to get new couches you know, by summer, we're going to have new couches, I think is something that we said, you know, or early spring. Let's, let's go get new couches and make sure we have them by, new, by spring. Uh, with our home, it was like, you know, let's, let's make sure we move within the next year. Within the next year, it'd be great. Let's, let's have, we're, let's do this. Let's start looking. Let's start shopping around. Let's start making this a real thing, right? So now long, no, it's no longer something that's just kind of this idea or this dream. It's got a little bit more oomph to it, got a little bit more um, anchors, a little more grit to it. That's like, you know, okay, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to start looking for a new home. We're going to start, like, we're, we are going to, right? We've decided this is something we are going to do. We're going to take that trip. Let's start looking at flights. Let's start looking at where we want to go. Let's start looking at where, what places we want to visit or where we want to stay. Do we want a hotel or an Airbnb, right? We are going to do this is step three, deciding to do it. Step four is that you really kind of let it go. You trust that it's going to happen. It's going to be a thing. But, you know, with the couches, it was like finding different pages on Facebook to start following. Oh, hey, do you like this style? Oh, hey, what about this color? Hey, what do you think about this place? Where do you really want to go? Um, to look for our home, it was like, hey, why do we want something new? Do you want to go look here? It was like getting on Zillow a few times a week you know, once a week, twice a week, let's see what's available. Uh, Let's look at flights. Let's just get an idea of what these flights look like. But again, zero pressure, zero desperation, zero like push of it's got to happen now. It needs to happen now. Oh my God, we need to make it happen. Like it needs, it's like, it's on a time crunch. There's none of that. It was just, we've, we've got the idea. We got a little bit more specific. 
yeah, we're going to do this. So let's start pricing things out. Let's start looking at what's available. You know, you look at flights, you look at homes that are available, you start finding different stores and shops, look at the different areas, you know, look at the satellite view on on Google, which is what I often do. But when I travel, like, where do I want to stay? Where does it look the best? Where's the closest beach? Like that's the important stuff to me, right? So it was more of like, we've decided to do it, but we really let it go and we just kind of trusted it. There was no push. There was no, it has to happen now, right? So that's step four is just to kind of let it go, do some other research, but without rush or stress, you just start looking at things, look at different options, see what's available. You'll notice signs around this time. If that's the, the thing that you look for, you'll notice uh, different things popping up in your ads. You'll notice people talking about things. You'll, it'll come up on TV shows you watch. It'll conversations with friends will say, oh, we just got new couches. This is what we love. Oh, cool. Like, let me, where did they get theirs? What does that look like? Do they like it? Right? All that kind of stuff is what happens in, in step four. Step five is to do what feels good. When you take action on it, do what feels good. So with the couches, it was deciding, we asked for recommendations, but it was deciding we're going to go to this store first. We're going to go look at this place. We feel, we appreciate all the recommendations, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to go here first. We're going to go here and then we're going to go to dinner. We're just going to go shop tomorrow, right? So it was the idea of like, hey, why don't we go do this tomorrow and let's go here and then we'll go out to eat fantastic, perfect day, getting us out of the house, getting everybody out together. This is where we're going to go. And then we're going to go eat great food. Cool. So we do what feels good. With trips, it's like, hey, you know what? Let's We're going to um, book on this airline because this airline is actually really great. And this is the airline I write. So it's like deciding, oh, hey, I know I want to I want to book this flight. Oh, we're going to look in this city to live in. Or we're going to look in this area to stay. Like it's taking the actions that are like the little decisions that are being made for what feels good. You will quote unquote randomly get the idea to check out Airbnb on this day and finds out the perfect place is on sale. So you book it. The, it happens so amazingly right? The the flights. Oh, my flights to Australia are perfect example of this. I randomly got the idea one day to look at the flights simply for, I have to go from Sydney to Byron Bay. So not even my big flights from Detroit to LA, from LA to Sydney, but like the little ones. It's like, let me go see what that's like. Looked at it a couple of times. And then one day I started to look and it was actually like wicked cheap and at really great times. I was like, I'm going to book that flight. Like, that's awesome. That's one that I want to be on. That sounds great quote-unquote random idea to look that day, booked it. Um, I happened to do that one through Expedia. And I'm actually getting a refund of like $35 because the price has dropped even more. So not only did I book the flights that sound really great, there are times that I want, they're on a good airline, and they're on the days that I want, and they were already at a really good price, but I'm actually getting even more of a refund. Like the, Again, that's the this or something better because I got the random idea to take this action to do this thing, right? And sometimes it's not even about like, oh, I'm going to book the flights for that trip. Sometimes it's I need to, oh, I need to get together with that friend of mine, we haven't had coffee in a while. Let's go have coffee or do lunch. And then the conversations that end up coming up are like, oh yeah, you know what? I traveled there. I've been there. Let me tell you what, where to go, what to do. 
And like that brings more clarity on what this trip is going to be like, what this home is going to be like. Oh, hey, you know what? You should look in this area because I've got friends that live down there. So living in that area would actually be really great. You should look for homes here. But the action and doing what feels good was calling my friend and having lunch with her, right? It's not always an action step about like, do this live video, sell this thing, purchase this. Sometimes the do what feels good is take a nap and you have this amazing dream and you feel really great after your nap and then you end up connecting with somebody on a different level. It's sometimes it's go have coffee, go have lunch, call a friend. It doesn't have to be the massive masculine action type of things. Cool? That is step five. Step six is receive it. Step six is all, it, it unfolds and it's there and it's amazing. So step one, idea. Step two, clarity and specific on the desire. Step three, decide to do it. Step four, let it go, trust it. You'll start taking a little bit of action and just kind of like looking at different things. You'll notice the signs in that stage. Step five is do what feels good. Step six is receive it. I can take that template and look at all kinds of things that I have created and received in my life from sushi dates to the home that we have to tickets to couches to trips to travel everything to my husband that template overlaps now let me give you this word to the wise and lesson learned the hard way I mentioned several times that there was no pressure in these things there was no push or desperation of like well it has to happen now and it needs to be affordable and I don't have the money for it so how am I going to do that I I mentioned that specifically because the times that I have had that energy in the process, same template, but deciding to do it is like, okay, but how are we going to do it right now? I don't know how we're going to afford it. We have to do it by Tuesday. We got to make sure this gets done. Like it needs to happen. And all of that type of energy made the experience miserable. Buying our home, the process in the middle of like, letting it go, trusting it, noticing the signs, doing what feels good. That part of the process, I made miserable when we were buying our home. I made it stressful. I made it hard. I made it uncomfortable. I had lots of conversations with people. I was upset about a lot of things. The experience was not enjoyable. Several of the trips that I have manifested, um, the trip themselves ended up being great, but again, the manifestation process of letting it go and trusting it and doing what feels good, I made miserable because I was in that space of desperation. It has to happen now. I need to push it. I got to hustle and grind because I have stories under the surface about what I'm worth, what I'm allowed to do, what's available to me, how it's supposed to be, that buying and selling your home is going to be a stressful process. And there's a lot of people that have shitty marriages that fall apart in that process and they end up in a really bad place because I had those stories under the surface that it had to be hard. It had to be difficult. I'm not allowed to have it be enjoyable. I have to, like, it's not going to be an enjoyable thing. It needs to be a last minute thing because of all the stories under the surface about how much I was available for, how much I was allowed to have, how this process is meant to go. All of those things under the surface are what made the experience of those middle steps totally miserable. So those are the steps. Those are my examples. That's the word to the wise warning that if you have the energy of 
desperation of it's not of like what's possible. How am I going to pay for it? I don't know where the money's going to come from. How is this going to work? Can we really do that? Is it going to be done? I don't think it's going to work. We're going to miss the deadline. Oh my gosh, that's not enough time for this. Um, all kinds of that stuff. That is the stuff that the clearing removes for you. That is the stuff that we truly like. That's what that eight week portion is about clearing that shit out so you can take these six steps believe in it know it have your epiphanies about it do it experience it again and again and again with anything that you are creating in your life the clearing is what clears that shit out that I talked about in the beginning and in the middle here to talk about how that experience can actually be miserable the clearing clears all that stuff out we get rid of it we remove it so that you actually get to enjoy the process and it becomes so much easier to get what you want in love, in life, and in business. Send me a message. Let's chat about it. And if you do this process or if you have questions about it, let me know. You can find me on Facebook, on Instagram, and even on the Anchor app itself. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Be fierce about who you are. Be fierce about what you desire and embrace your truth.